Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim and Afyomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachet Shabbat of Kuf Chaf Bet. Amud Bet, about to begin our study of the 17th chapter of Shabbat, Perak Kol HaKelim. Uh, and as I noted in the introduction, both this and the next Perak, as well as some of the later Prakim in Shabbat, deal with the issue of Isur Tiltul, or what's commonly called Muktzeh, those things that may be moved. And I gave a little bit of an introduction on the handout. We'll go straight to the Mishnah. Kelim here refers to chests and cabinets. And they can be carried on Shabbat, and their doors, the cabinet opening doors, can be carried with them. Even though they might have come off, unlike doors of a house, meaning a door of a house has no function except to serve as a door. And therefore, if it comes off on Shabbat, you can't use it at all. But the doors of these cabinets evidently have their own use, and therefore, even if they come off, they can be used, and they are not muktzeh. Second Mishnah, This is now the category of a kli, a kli whose main function is a prohibited action, can be taken for a malachat heter, for a permissible action. So, for instance, take a hammer and smash open a nut. Kardom, an axe, lachtoch poetat vela, to cut a fig wheel. Megera, a saw, lagurba tagvina, to cut some cheese. Magrifa, shovel, the grovpa tagrogoro, to scoop up some dates. Etarachat vetamazleg, which are malzeg, which are um, like pitchforks, lateta lavakatan, to serve some food to a kid. Which are weaver sticks, to catch, like, nail some food with them. A needle can be used, a regular needle can be taken to remove a thorn. And one that's used for burlap, a thicker needle, to use it as a key, like a skeleton key. Okay, meaning even if it broke off during the week, then that's more obvious. If it, the door was on it when Shabbat started and then the door fell off, so it was it was prepared or set on the cabinet when Shabbat started. But if it broke off on Friday, then when Shabbat started, it wasn't. So this is what it means. Even if they fell apart during the week, and certainly if they fell apart on Shabbat, Nitalin Shabbat. Okay, Tanar Banan. Delet shall shida shall teva shall migdal. Three kinds of chests. Note lean. You can take them off. Avalomachzir and you can't put them back on. Veshalul shall tarn a golim, but a chicken coop door. Lo not lean velomachzir and you can't take it off the hinges or put it back on. Now, beast mashalul shall tarn a golim. I understand the chicken coop. Kasavar kevan to mechaber bara since it's anchored in the ground. Yesh binyan bekarko, yesh stira bekarko. There's binyan, so putting it back on is binyan, and taking it off is stira, is destroying a building. Ela shel shidav, shel tevav, shel migdal. My kasavra, what's his position about these cabinets? E kasavra yesh binyan bekelim. If the author of the brighter holds that binyan applies to kelim, then yesh stira bekelim, and you can't take it off. If he ain't stira bekelim, if there is no stira, and therefore you could take it off, ain't binyan bekelim. You should be able to put it back on. So Abaye says that this Tana certainly holds that there is building and destruction that relates to Kalim also. 
We're talking about a case where the door already fell off. Rava said, there's two problems with that. First of all, the words are, they may be taken off, not if they fell off. And second of all, why does it say, but you can't return it? The Tana must hold that there is no binyan or stira in a kli. There's really nothing wrong with putting the door back. The concern is that you may put the door back and hammer it in <coughs> and violate Makabapatish. Now tell Adam Kurnas. So we take the the second Mishnah, you could take a hammer to smash open nuts and Ravihura Kurnas shall egozin Rabbi Yehuda says that you can only take a nut hammer to open up nuts, but not a smith hammer. Kesavar, the Varshim Isur, a kli used for Isur, you can't use it even for its own purpose, uh, even though the purpose may be had there. Amalei Rabba, Rabba said, The pitchfork for the katan, we don't have such things that are set aside for serving food. Our mission is talking about a regular hammer used by smiths, and you can use it to open up nuts. Kesava, Rabbah must hold. The Varsham, Lachtoli Isur, Sorach Kufo Mutar. You could take a cleat from Lachtoli Isur to use a permissible purpose. Eitavi Abaya Larabah, so Abaya challenged that. Miduchai Miesh Bashum, if you have a, a mortar. It's used for grinding spices. If there are is garlic in it, you can carry it because the garlic is mutar. You can't carry it, implying that you can't use it for anything, even a permissible act. He said, yeah, that's authored by Rebbe Nechemia has the most extreme position in the world of Muktzeh, and he says, a kli can never be moved except for its own main purpose. Watch this challenge. That if you cut some meat already on top of a board that's used as a smasher, you can't carry it anymore. Alright, so now that means that again you cannot use something that's a klisha malachto or for hetter. So Rabbi thought he would answer the same way and said it's from Nechemia. Once he heard this ruling of Rav, um, everybody agrees that uh, launderers, sticks and poles and things like that, that these makpid, not to have them move, they have a set place. So therefore, they're muktza. So it must be that the uh, the thing with the machteshet, with the uh, board that you're using, is also because of that and has nothing to do with the issue of klitsha malachtoliser. He says that the hammer is a hammer of of goldsmiths. It's a perfumer's hammer. If you hold a perfumer's hammer, can be used to smash nuts. Certainly a goldsmith's hammer, because he's not as mockpit about it. But if you say that the goldsmith's hammer, then the one of the perfumer, he's very mockpit not to get anything else on there that might wreck the scent and the smell of the basamim. We said the weaver's stick. 
Let's say you have a, a little unripe fig and you buried it in straw. Or cake was buried in coals. If a little bit of it is uncovered, you can pick up the whole thing. If not, then you can't because you're going to be moving the dirt, which is muktza. You could take one of these weaver sticks and stick it into the fruit. And all the dirt falls off by itself. Good. And I'm Rav Nachman. That's how we hold. Rav Nachman holds that carrying something in an unusual fashion is not called moving it. Rav Nachman, a high pugla milamalamata shayimata lamalamasir. He holds that if a radish is in the ground and the broad side is on top, you can pull it out of the ground because the dirt will just fall down. But if it's the narrow side is up, you can't pull it out because then you're going to be moving dirt. And that's tiltominat side. The answer is Hadabar Rav Nachman Yahi. Rav Nachman changed his mind and recanted that position about the radish. Okay, Machat Shalyat. Shalach Rav Yosef. He asked um, his uh, father's colleague, what if you have a needle that no longer has a hole or a sharp point? Can you pick it up to use it for it to get a, a, a thorn out? Rav Yosef's answer was, Our Mishnah says to take out a thorn. Why does the thorn care if it's got a hole in it or not? So, have a brighter that says that if you have a needle where the hole or the sharp part was gone, it's tahor, no longer cleat. Rabbi Atuma, Shabbat Karamid, you're challenging the laws of Shabbat from Tuma? They have different criteria. Tuma, klima sebainan. With a Tuma, it has to be a kli that is functional for its purpose. And therefore, if there's no hole in the needle, it's not a needle anymore. In Yan Shabbat, for Shabbat, you need something that works. This works for getting out a thorn. Rava says to Abaye, no, the guy who challenged had a good challenge. Since for Tuma it's not a Kli, for Shabbat it's also not a Kli. So Metave, watch this challenge. Whether a needle has a hole in it or not, you can carry it on Shabbat. The only reason that having a hole makes a difference is for Tuma. So you see that their criteria are not the same. So Tirgama Abaye Alibadurav Abaye answered on behalf of Rava Bigome Askin. We're talking about brand new unfinished needles. Zin Dimimla Khalayu Mashvilhumana. Sometimes a guy may say, you know what, I won't put a hole in it, I'll keep it as a clee, as a like a pin. But if it already had the proper hole and then the hole got filled in or cut off, or the sharp part got dulled. Adams are Kalabin Guto, then a person throws it away and it's really not a clee anymore, at least that's how Rava would answer it. Okay, a side issue, Asuve Yanuka. You're allowed to take a newborn child and work on straightening his bones. Nachman Asir of Sheshachari. So Machloke. Nachman Manaminala, I'll prove to you that it's Asur. You're not allowed to take an emetic to force vomiting on Shabbat. Rav Sheshit says, Hatam Lav Orche, because that's not normal. Hacha Orche, but this is a normal thing. I'll prove to you that it's mutar. Our Mishnah says you could take a needle in order to take out a thorn. From Nachman says, The difference is that in the case of the thorn, the it's foreign object in the body sitting there waiting to get pulled out. 
unlike the uh, the straightening the child where it's part of his own body itself which you're actually fixing. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with Mishnah Gimel at the top of Kuf Chav Gimel. I'm a bet. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.